Ladies and gentlemen, the following segment of the podcast is presented exclusively by Hillsdale College. For over 175 years, four purposes have defined Hillsdale's mission, learning, character, faith, and freedom. Thank you for listening and my sincere appreciation to our brothers and sisters at Hillsdale for their great sponsorship. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Welcome, it is the Mark Levin Show, Ben Ferguson filling in for the great one tonight, and uh, did you see all the videos of all the people crying, freaking out? And angry that the masks came off during the flight. Did you see those videos? You didn't. Well, if it, if it happened, you know that they would have taken those videos, right? There were people booing and people yelling at one another, keep your mask on, and you're trying to kill me. Those videos should be out there on the Internet, right? Because there were a bunch of videos that were taken of people celebrating and cheering. There were uh, also a bunch of videos that popped up on the Internet of flight attendants And not just flight attendants, but pilots announcing that you could take your mask off. Now, if you wanted to leave your mask on, they also made it very clear that you could leave your mask on, which is a great thing, of course, right? You can, you have freedom to choose. You want to wear an N95? Knock yourself out. I will not make fun of you. That's what freedom's about. I don't make fun of people when they make a decision in life. And I mean that sincerely. If you want to wear five masks, I'm not going to make fun of you. Just don't tell me to wear five masks. But now the... Mask debate has blown up as the White House is angry. And the White House press secretary today wants you to believe that there was only one video on one plane in which one American plane filled with people cheered for the drop of the travel mask mandate. She wants you to believe that that was an outlying video. In other words, it's fake news. It's not real news to report that people were celebrating on every single flight that I've seen a video of and heard of and talked to people. Right? If you were on a plane when the word came down or you were at the airport, it was very clear that people were choosing to not wear their masks. That's the other part of this. If you want to know a poll on this, walk onto a damn plane. And you will clearly see that the majority of Americans are in favor of flying without a mask. There are still some that are. And I'm fine with that. That's called freedom. You have the choice to wear a mask. And it doesn't affect my life. You can wear the mask. That's not good enough for these people. Oh, no. They're now going to rewrite history. And the White House press secretary today actually said this. This is not a spoof. This is not Saturday Night Live. This is real life at the White House. Said, and maybe some of it is because uh, there was the video of people on planes on the plane on one plane taking off their masks. On one on planes on the plane on one plane. Let's 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 just make it even smaller. Let's make it this crap up as we go, because we're the White House. We never tell you the truth. We have a president that gets scared by the Easter Bunny that can't read a book to children and tries to shake hands with the air. And we have a we have a, a White House press secretary who tells you, well, you know, I know you people think that people didn't want to wear masks, but it was a bunch of planes where it happened. Then it wasn't a bunch of planes; it was a plane. That was one plane. Of people on planes on the plane on one plane taking off their masks. Public polling does not actually show that there is a universal view of people getting rid of masks. That's not actually what public polling shows. Okay, so so what does a poll look like, Jinsaki? I'll play the game for a moment because it's entertaining at this point. What does the poll show at this point? 
Go on to 100 planes. Forget the planes. Go to an airport and look at the airport and tell me how many people are walking into the airport, walking around the airport, walking through security with a mask on since Monday. Is that not an adequate poll of what people believe? Look at all the videos. And it wasn't just one video on one plane, which you just clearly lied about. You knew it was planes, but then that gave too much credence to the other side of the argument. So then you change it to a plane to one plane. And maybe some of it is because uh, there was the video of people on planes on the plane on one plane taking off their masks. Public polling does not actually show that there is a universal view of people getting rid of masks. That's not actually what public polling shows. Okay, so so what is the polling show then? If the polling's in your favor, I'm sure you'd tell me about it, wouldn't you? I'm sure you would tell me. Well, guess what? The White House has now said today that President Joe Biden's administration will, quote, continue to defend the mass mandated mandates leveled by the CDC despite airline passengers celebrating the court ruling ending them. White House Press Secretary doubling down today, defending the two-week extension of the mask mandate on planes and public transportation, arguing that the CDC felt they needed that to examine more data about the coronavirus pandemic. She also said that your tax dollars through the Justice Department has a willingness to defend the CDC's mandate to help preserve the agency's power over public transportation. Well, at least they were honest about that. If there's any sentence that explains the total out-of-control federal government overreach, it is that sentence right there from the White House, stating that the Justice Department announced its willingness to defend the CDC's mandate, not because it's needed, not because the American people want it, but to help preserve the agency's power over public transportation. Get rid of the word transportation and the sentence is perfect. The Justice Department has decided that they want to say to the American people, screw you. And we believe that the CDC should be able to mandate and tell you exactly how to live your life, every aspect of your life, every moment of every day, and to help preserve that agency's power. We are going to make sure that that agency has power over the public. Jen Psaki went on to say, I mean, our focus here was seeing that power, seeing what power We had to preserve what we felt was in the public health interest of the country. No, that's not accurate. What you guys were trying to do is see to make sure that the power that you gained during COVID was not relinquished back to the people because you don't want to give up your power. The fact that you defend the mandate extension as, quote, entirely warranted and entirely reasonable when you're also making sure that you get rid of of what Donald Trump did at the border to make sure that illegal immigrants could be sent home before they came into the United States of America tells me how full of crap you actually are. How can you mandate or claim that there is a mandate by the people to give to, to mandate mass on a plane while you have an open border where anyone can come across and now you're not even going to send people home when the people that you're trying to send home have COVID or might have COVID? You're letting people go into America all over the place, not tested, infected with who knows what variant of COVID. And you're saying it's safe enough to change that rule that happened under Donald Trump's leadership. You're saying it's totally fine to change the rule now. That there's no issue with changing this rule, getting rid of the rule, but we still need to wear a mask on an airplane. 
it doesn't just scream hypocrisy. It, it screams psychotic power grab. And that is exactly what this is all about. You have Democrats now that cannot stand the thought of relinquishing the power that they have gained over you, the minions, the peons of America. And if you think they're just going to sit by and allow you to go back to having the freedom to choose whether you wear a mask or not, you are wrong, my friends. And they are proving it today. And they are going to weaponize the Department of Justice to make sure that you don't believe for a moment that you have any real power to decide what's best for you medically. What's best for you when you get on an airplane. Let me explain to you what the basic definition of freedom is when it comes to this scenario. It is the simple freedom to choose. That's it. I'm going to get on a plane and I'm going to fly a lot in the next couple of months. And if I want to wear a mask or if I feel like I'm sick, I can wear a mask if I choose. If you're sitting next to me and you don't like me sitting next to you without a mask on, you have the right to choose to buy another seat or not fly at all. No one's trying to kill you. And that's where the left went on social media right away. Oh, well, you're trying to kill me and little Timmy and little Susie and those with autoimmune disease and those kids with cancer. In fact, there was a doctor on MSNBC who used to be a top staffer at the Obama White House who actually came out and she has a game plan. She now has a game plan of how to force people around you to wear masks, to put them back on. She advised as a doctor, advised that you should actually, you ready for this? You, this is, this, that you should actually bring extra N95 masks with you and then shame people into wearing the masks around you while you're traveling. This is how psychotic these people are. MSNBC today, Chuck Todd, saying the DOJ is now turned to CDC for guidance on the mask mandates. And let me start with the, the mask decision. I, I just, the, the, the amount of sort of agency word games here. The DOJ said, you know, that it's up to the CDC before they'll decide whether to appeal, whether they still think it's necessary. Well, they just... This decision was just made a week ago, and, the, and we're more on the rise. There's no scientific data that has taken place in the last week that would indicate there's less of a need for this. So this looks like a Justice Department that's trying to convince the CDC to stop pushing this because they're afraid of fighting it. Or maybe they're just afraid of looking like idiots and losing. They're caught in this quagmire, right? The deep state and the CDC or the, the DOJ, they do whatever the president tells them to do. They had no problem investigating Donald Trump when they knew it was Russian collusion after the CIA's assessment of all of that was, hey, this was BS and total crap. And the dossier is actually made by the people that brought it to you, but they still used it. And now you want me to believe that this, the DOJ is trying to convince the CDC to stop pushing this? Oh, come on. You got to be joking, right? Something else that's hilarious right now. If you think everywhere in the country has gotten on board with the mask mandates, no, 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 no. The crazies, they're still making you wear that mask. Not when you get on a plane to go to that area, but when you're getting off that plane and when you're trying to get on a plane. There's only three U.S. airports that still have mask mandates when you're in the airport. Guess where they are? JFK. LaGuardia and Philadelphia. 
Those three airports are refusing as liberal airports to say no. They're refusing to say stop on the mass. They're refusing to go along with the rest of the country because apparently they're brilliant and we're all stupid. How do people know when and where to wear a mask? So look, Terry, it really is confusing. And, and you know this, I've spent the past two days now at Newark and I've witnessed, you know, the news came out the next morning. I saw maybe half the people still wearing the mask, half not. By the end of the day that day, the overwhelming majority, I mean, I would say something like 85% of people did not have the mask on. But you go across town to JFK or LaGuardia and it's a different story because now you're being told that there you actually do have to wear the mask. In Philadelphia, you do have to wear the mask. But I got to tell you, I have a friend who just landed from LA in Philadelphia and she called me, she sent me a video and behind her, you just see all these people walking around without a mask, even though there's a mask mandate in place. But what I can tell you, Terry, is right now in this country, only three airports have that mask mandate. Mandate, JFK, LaGuardia in New York, and also Philadelphia. So here's my question for all the people around Fauci earlier. It's like, we're just following the science. Can anybody explain the science behind this now? I'm still waiting. one 381 one Ben Ferguson filling in for the great one, Mark Levin. We'll be right back. Mark Levin. Folks, I have great news for you today. Hillsdale College, the college that's reaching and teaching Americans about the Constitution, is giving away free copies of this vital document, but only while supplies last. So claim your free pocket-sized Constitution right now at levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. Every American should have their own copy of the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. These days, with so much of our liberty under threat, it's more critical than ever for citizens to read and understand them. My favorite school in America, Hillsdale College, is doing something. They want to give away one million copies of our founding documents this year. To claim yours, go to levinforhillsdale.com right now. Tell them where you'd like your pocket constitution mailed, and they'll send yours free. I want all my listeners to have one of Hillsdale's pocket constitutions. They're essential. Hurry, they've only produced a limited number. Reserve your copy at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. All right, so I, I went to break a moment ago, and, and my official producer goes, wait, you, you went to break, like, on time. Usually I'm late, right? So I've got a lot to say. And he goes, what happened? I was like, dude, I just got a text that it's about to happen. Sure enough, during the break, it became official. The Department of Justice has officially appealed the federal ruling on transportation mask mandate. I love when my sources always, when they get it right. This is what happens when you have good people around you. The Justice Department has officially appealed a ruling by a federal judge that struck down the mask mandate for mass transportation following a recommendation by the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Quote, it is CDC's continuing assessment that at this time, an order requiring masking in the indoor transportation corridor remains necessary for public health. The CDC has just said in a statement, the CDC will continue to monitor public health conditions to determine whether such an order remains necessary. The CDC believes this is a lawful order well within the CDC's legal authority to, and this is how they get away with everything now, we're just trying to protect you and the public health. 
Earlier today, I played it for you a moment ago, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said Americans have a choice as to whether they will wear a mask on an airplane following a court ruling banning the federal mask mandate on planes, trains, and other public transportation, saying, quote, people are not legally bound to wear masks, so it is a point in time where it is up to the people. It is their choice, Jen Psaki said to reporters, later adding that the administration continues to recommend everyone wear a mask on a plane, per guidance from the CDC. Okay, so what happened in the last couple hours? They didn't like the fact that you had personal choice. They didn't like the fact that you had the right to decide. They didn't have the fa- they didn't like the fact that you were not going to listen to them and the CDC is power drunk, elected by no one, hell-bent on making you submit to whatever it is they want you to do. Early on, and I learned from this. I think you have to learn and remember history and everybody better Remember this. Early on, we people were all over the world freaking out over this, and I understood why. As a small business owner, when they told us that we basically had to shut down our business, it was not something fun to hear. And I understood why it was happening at that moment. But very quickly, it was obvious that it was no longer about the unknown. It was about what can we get away with? Can we actually tell people to stand six feet apart from one another? We can. And they'll do it. Wow, this is a social experiment on, on power. Can we tell people that they can't gather with their family and friends and eat dinner together? Let's try that. Oh my gosh, that worked too. This is not about protecting you. This is about a social experiment about how much they could get away with. Then they moved on from there. and They're like, all right, well, this is working so well. Let's move on to the next thing. You may ask yourself, well, hold on a second, Ben. What's the, what's the next thing, right? Wait, where do you go from there? Oh, ho, ho. they had plans for you, my friends. They knew exactly what was going on from there. Hey, let's see if we can tell them who they can and cannot eat dinner with. Let's see if we can tell them where they can and cannot eat dinner. Right? Let's go there and see how that works. Can we get away with that? Holy crap, we can. All right, now let's tell them when they can and cannot open. What they can and cannot serve. Let's change their occupancy. That worked. All right, well, let's see if we can tell them they can't go to church. Holy cow, that worked. Let's tell them they can't bury the dead. That worked. You got to understand, this hasn't been about your health in years, folks. And the CDC is hell-bent on keeping the power they control and they have over you. That's why they're fighting this now. It's not about your health. It's about their power. Ben Ferguson filling in for Marco Ben. We'll be right back. Folks, I have great news for you today. Hillsdale College, the college that's reaching and teaching Americans about the Constitution, is giving away free copies of this vital document, but only while supplies last. So claim your free pocket-sized Constitution right now at levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. Every American should have their own copy of the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. These days, with so much of our liberty under threat, it's more critical than ever for citizens to read and understand them. My favorite school in America, Hillsdale College, is doing something. They want to give away one million copies of our founding documents this year. To claim yours, go to levinforhillsdale.com right now. Tell them where you'd like your pocket Constitution mailed, and they'll send yours free. 
I want all my listeners to have one of Hillsdale's pocket constitutions. They're essential. Hurry, they've only produced a limited number. Reserve your copy at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. The new American Revolution starts here. The Mark Levin Show. Call in at 877-381-3811. I love it. Uh, the blue check marks right now are, are crying tears of joy because the tyranny of the federal government, the CDC, over our lives, they say, is back in action. This because the DOJ has officially come out and appealed the federal ruling on the transportation mass mandates, and now they feel like they are safe again. Can, can we talk a little bit about just transportation for one moment here? And Ben Ferguson filling in for Mark Levin tonight. Great to be with you. And I, I do want to get your, your, your responses. So you can respond to me on Twitter or Getter, Parler, Facebook, Instagram, Ben Ferguson Show, Ben Ferguson Podcast. Put it in there and, and tweet at me or send me your messages. Do you believe that mass mandates are needed on airplanes? Because if you listen to what they're saying right now on the news, they're acting like the majority of Americans are in favor of the mass mandates on planes and are begging for it. Even though I just played for you a reporter that said on ABC, he said 85% of the people at the airports, and by the end of the day yesterday, were not wearing the mask. That's his words, not mine. I mean, ABC News said there's only three U.S. airports that still have mass mandates. JFK, LaGuardia, Philadelphia. The part that's even more insane about this is the fact that those three airports, as soon as you get on the damn plane, people are taking off their masks. This is about power and control. It is not about public health. It's about making sure that the CDC, elected by no one, doesn't lose their power. That's what it's about. That's exactly why Jen Psaki claimed there was a video of only one plane in which Americans cheered. Only one plane. Now, there was, there was I, I tweeted out and Instagrammed out and parlored and gettered out, you know, all day yesterday, videos, plane after plane. People were sending me uh, people cheering. It was, you know, flight attendants announcing it. Then it was the pilots that were announcing it. There was pilots standing out there on the tarmac before the plane was going to take off announcing it. People started cheering and ripping the masks off. No, White House, where are the fact checkers on this one? The same fact checkers that lie and silence conservatives. Where are the fact checkers on the White House and Jen Psaki today? Said, and maybe some of it is because uh, there was the video of people on planes, on the plane, on one plane taking off their masks. Public polling does not actually show that there is a universal view of people getting rid of masks. That's not actually what public polling shows. <laughs> what does the polling show then? I'm, I'm assuming. Right. I'm, 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 I'm assuming that there's this polling. So what is the polling, Jensaki? She doesn't have any. That's what we know now. She I mean, so so their anger is you had a conservative young judge that, that clerked for Clarence Thomas that actually looked at our freedoms rights and said this is a violation. The CDC doesn't have the power to do this indefinitely and, and, and decided to do it the right way. Right. That's that's what this is all about. We still got kids, by the way, that are, are mandated to wear these masks in public schools. There was a New York City father 
said, my daughter has never known school without a mask mandate, and it's sad. Peter, we've been go going through this for years now, and um, your child has probably always had to wear a mask in school, right? My daughter, 50% of her school so far, she was in a mask, and we were all rejoicing when, when she took it off. What is it like when you go to the school? You drop off outside, you're not even allowed in the classroom? It's sad. Um... And I pick her up the first day she had to wear a mask. She told me, I don't want to wear this. And for her to be able to get those words out, it must have meant a lot to her. Uh, these kids, they don't want to wear it. Uh, you see in the videos when teachers tell kids that they don't have to wear them anymore, they jump up and down. They're so happy. Right. No, don't worry. I'm sure there's only one school where that happened, right? That's how the White House was spent. Well, it was just one school where the kids cried. It was just one school where they, where they cried. Not all over the country, right? This is another win for freedom. Another win for freedom, and now they're doing everything they can to take it away. And they're going to appeal it, regardless that 85% of the people in the airports, as a ABC reporter said, were walking around maskless, which if it's 85%, you know he's probably lying to you. It's probably more like 95%. Joy Reid losing her mind over the judge who voided the travel mask mandate, acting like... This is somehow a, a threat to her security and safety. You're in a tube where I feel like people cough more when they get on there. They get on the flight and everybody's hacking up a lung. And now people are like, yay, whipping off the mask. And, you know, to the, to the point that Sarah made, I think is absolutely correct. If I got on that flight and all of a sudden there was an announcement mid-flight, I can't get off the plane. And now because this judge, who was rated unqualified, like she was an intern like six years ago, now she's a federal judge. She got on at 30. By, by the way, what did Joy Reid do before she got on TV and started telling me how to live my life? I'm just curious. Right. And, and, and most people, by the way, I love how we're degrading women in internships that turned into. And if you call clerking at the Supreme Court internship, you're just a, you're just a terrible human being, Joy Reid. You're, you're a terrible human being towards women, claiming you're a feminist. You're just a woman who has a different philosophy than you in life, but you treat her like she's an intern, acting like she should, what, shut up and go back to the kitchen and birth babies? From a feminist, what hypocrisy from you. 43 years of age, Trump's youngest and probably... Uh, okay, let me ask this. So, so she's angry that she was appointed 33. Now she's 35. So at what age should you get a TV show, Joy Reid? At what age should you have an opinion, Joy Reid? Because if I go back and I just Google Joy Reid, all right, and I look at Joy Reid's life, Joy Reid is 53 years old, apparently. She's been doing this for a long time, right? I mean, Joy, Joy Reid's been around for a while. At what age should she have then been able to, given, given the, you know, the ability to have an opinion? Do you have to wait till you're 45? What's, what is the number? Because... Joy Reid began her journalism career in 1997. Mr. Producer, I'm going to ask you to do the math. You ready for this? Joy Reid was born in 68. How old was she in 97? And when you figure that out, just tell me my, in my earpiece here, because I, I want to make another point. She also started doing TV when she in 97, 98, right? Then she left journalism. To start being a consultant, right, and oppose the Iraq war in 2003. So she was, all right, so she was 29 years old when she began her hardcore career in journalism. So, so she was younger when she started her career in journalism, telling all of us how to live our lives than this judge was when she got her judgeship. So again, with all due respect, screw Joy Reid, okay? But she hates this woman.
because she has a different opinion. And she's young, older than she was when she started telling us how to live our lives in journalism. Worst appointment. She... Worst appointment. Did you hear that? Any facts to back that up? This judge you didn't even know about until Monday. And now you want me to believe that you've done some sort of research, Joy, Joy Reid. And now you want me to believe that she is the worst appointment ever made by Donald Trump. Worst one ever. Weren't you the same one that was saying one of his appointments had rape parties as a kid in junior high? And I would assume that would be the worst appointment if the guy was having rape parties, which you guys accused him. I'm pretty sure Joy Reid was a part of that lynching. You're in a tube where I feel like people cough more when they get on there. Newsflash, Joy. Flying is a privilege, not a right. No one forces you to fly anywhere, Joy. If you don't want to be around people coughing, then why did you fly before COVID everywhere? If you don't think it's safe to fly, you can drive. If you don't think it's safe to drive, you can walk. If you don't think it's safe to walk, you can ride a bicycle. Hell, you can walk backwards. You can crawl if you want to, wherever it is you want to go. No one forces you to get on a plane, Joy. Okay, let's be very clear. If you don't feel safe, and she's like, well, I I could have been stuck in the middle of the air with all these people whipping off their masks. Well, you still had your mask on, so what are you worried about? Right? What, what are you worried about then? They get on the flight and everybody's hacking up a lung. And now people are like, yay, whipping off the mask. And, to, you know, to the, to the point that Sarah made, I think is absolutely correct. If I got on that flight and all of a sudden there was an announcement mid-flight, I can't get off the plane. And now because this judge, who was rated unqualified, like she was an intern like six years ago, now she's a federal judge. She got on at 33 years of age, Trump's youngest and probably worst appointment. She basically is one of those people who's tired of wearing a mask and ruled as such. Or she just ruled on freedom and what our rights are as American citizens. Could it be that? No. Because Joy Reid decided to indict this woman because she did one thing she didn't like. So she's young. She's stupid. She's the worst appointment by Trump. This is the same people that said that a Supreme Court justice organized rape parties in junior high. With no evidence to back it up. They never apologized, never said they were wrong, never said they lied. So this woman's now worse than the guy that was creating the rape parties. Because Joy Reid said so, right? Because she doesn't like her. And now she's stupid and dumb because she's young. How old was Joy Reid when she got into journalism? She was in her 20s. So how stupid and dumb was Joy Reid when she started in journalism? Just asking, Joy, if we're going to use this, okay? I'm just asking. How young and stupid are, were you then? When do you get to have a voice? What, what age do you have to be? Do you have to be like Barack Obama? Or, or do you have to wait till you're Joe Biden and literally senile, shaking hands with the air, being scared by the Easter Bunny, having your wife tell you to continue clapping, and then people telling you you can't smile? one 381 I want to get some of your phone calls in here. John... In Hendersonville, in Henryville, Indiana, welcome. You are on the Mark Levin Show. Ben Ferguson filling in tonight. Hi. Hi, Ben. Thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. Go ahead. I just wanted to say I'm a, I'm a doctor in Indiana, uh, obviously a red state, and I'm conservative. And I've been, I hate to say it, scared to admit the actual facts about masks since the get-go. The only thing that uh, Fauci and uh, Jerome Adams said that was true at the time is that people should not be masking. The thing they left out was that 
they should be using the right type of masks. If everybody had N95 masks that were properly fitted to them, that might have made a dent. But also, having people wear the wrong type of masks, like the gaiters and even the surgical masks, gives them a false sense of security that they're protected. And they really aren't against a viral particle that's so small, incredibly small, uh, as, as the coronavirus is. So I'm just extremely elated that this judge overturned the rule, and I hope that the DOJ does not reverse that reversal. You know, you know, it's funny. I went into the airport the other day. I was in Orlando flying. I think it was Orlando. I was flying home, and I, I, I never take my mask in. I wait till I get security, and they're like, you have a mask. And I'm like, oh, can I borrow one, right? Do you have one I can have? And I laugh because now they give you these federal government masks that are made of cloth. It's hard not to laugh. It's a cloth. It's, it's, a, it's an undershirt over my face. Right. Uh, an undershirt. That's what it is. It's literally the, uh, the, the equivalent of an undershirt. Uh, doctor, is that is that saving anybody's life? Just out of curiosity, if I if I'm on a plane in a tube hacking to, to quote Joy Reid, is that cloth mask the federal government paid for with my tax dollars, which means I paid for it going to save anybody? No, it's not saving you or anybody else. The only thing that science has shown that decreases the rate of death or mortality from coronavirus is getting the vaccine. So, thank you, uh, thank you, sir. Thank you. That's that, that that you summed it up perfectly. One eight seven seven three eight one thirty eight eleven. Ben Ferguson filling in for Mark Levin. You can send me your comments as well on social media. Ben Ferguson show or Ben Ferguson podcast. Wherever you're on social media, we'll be right back. Mark Levin. Folks, I have great news for you today. Hillsdale College, the college that's reaching and teaching Americans about the Constitution, is giving away free copies of this vital document, but only while supplies last. So claim your free pocket-sized Constitution right now at levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. Every American should have their own copy of the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. These days, with so much of our liberty under threat, it's more critical than ever for citizens to read and understand them. My favorite school in America, Hillsdale College, is doing something. They want to give away one million copies of our founding documents this year. To claim yours, go to levinforhillsdale.com right now. Tell them where you'd like your pocket Constitution mailed, and they'll send yours free. I want all my listeners to have one of Hillsdale's pocket constitutions. They're essential. Harry, they've only produced a limited number. Reserve your copy at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. Coming up in the next hour, I am going to make an argument that's not going to be popular with some people, and I don't really care. I'm going to make an argument that Joe Biden has become the best drug dealer in the history of the United States of America. That he has become the El Chapo of America's drug trade. Why do I say this? Because the flow of fentanyl into America has quadrupled under the Biden administration. This hasn't happened by accident. It's happened on purpose. And I'm going to explain to you why I believe that the President of the United States of America has no problem with people dying at record numbers in this country. In fact, the number one cause of death right now of 18-year-olds is ODs from fentanyl. Let that sink in real quick. Also, 
A Florida judge voids the U.S. mask mandate for planes and other travel. A federal judge in Florida has just voided the national mask mandate covering airplanes and other public transportation as exceeding the authority of the U.S. health officials in the coronavirus pandemic. The decision Monday by U.S. District Judge Catherine Kimball in Tampa, appointing a former President Donald Trump, also said the CDC and prevention improperly failed to justify its decision and did not follow proper, proper rulemaking. In her 59-page ruling, she said the only remedy was to vacate the rule entirely because it would be impossible to end it for the limited group of people who objected to it in the lawsuit. The judge said a limited remedy would be no remedy at all and that the courts have full authority to make a decision such as this, even if the goals of the CDC in fighting the virus are laudable. Quote, because our system does not permit agencies to act unlawfully, even in pursuit of desirable ends, the court declares unlawful and vacated the mass mandate, she wrote. Now the Justice Department has decided to appeal. And that has become official just moments ago. The DOJ has officially appealed the federal ruling on transportation mass mandates, and it's not about your safety, folks. You need to understand that. It's not about your safety. It is about their power, their obsession over dictating to you how you must live your life and what you must do every single hour of the day. The CDC was elected by no one, just like Fauci was elected by no one. These tyrants got more power than they've ever had in their entire lives, and they are not going to give it up. They are hell-bent on making sure that you, at all times, must submit to them. They are hell-bent on making sure that no matter what, you have to abide by their rules and their regulations. They are the ones that get to dictate to you. They are the ones that get to tell you how you must live every part of your life. And if you don't listen to them, they'll come after you. You want to know something else that's, I would say, shocking and scary? There are now doctors advising you to lie about your medical conditions to force people around you to wear masks. In fact, there was one doctor, one doctor that was on TV that gave the advice to lie about medical conditions. Dr. Patel was on MSNBC. And this MSNBC doctor, who's a used to work in the Obama administration, not only did she say she's deeply concerned about the implications, but she said it's time for people to start telling people, hey, put on this N95 mask. Tell them you have an elderly mother at home. Tell them you've got a child with cancer at home. Will you please do me a favor? This is a doctor telling you to lie to people around you. And tell them your kids have cancer so they'll wear a mask. More on that coming up. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening and thank you so much for this sponsorship. Pure Talk. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, 
deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. All right, so I just want to give you a quick recap of what's happened in the last hour. The CDC is going to appeal the mask ruling, and the DOJ has agreed that they're going to be the ones to do it. This after that federal judge in Florida voided the U.S. mask mandate for planes and other travel. Now, Democrats have totally gone insane. And I'm going to give you an example of this. MSNBC has a doctor that's, I guess, on the payroll that gives them medical advice. Dr. Patel. They brought her on about the judge striking down the mask mandate, and she said, I'm deeply concerned about the implications for everything else because of this. But then she gave some really good advice. I'm being sarcastic. At the very end of the interview where she told the American people, you need to fly around with extra masks, and then you need to lie to people. So if you want to stay safe, she said, the best thing you can do is high-quality masks, and then when possible, carry some extra masks. I know this sounds crazy, but if you tell someone next to you on a plane, KN95 or a surgical mask can just say, right, just hand it to them. Hey, I'm, I have an elderly mother at home. I've got a child with cancer at home. Will you please do me a favor? Having the people at least closest to you in that row protecting yourself, that could be the best safety. So carry some extra masks with you. Carry some rapid tests with you if you're traveling. So make up a child that has cancer, and that's how you're going to fix this problem and overcome it. Imagine if this doctor is who you're going to depend on for your life. Imagine going into this hospital where this doctor works, a doctor who's telling you to lie about your child having childhood cancer. Are you having an autoimmune disease or something like that, right? And imagine she sees that you didn't get the vaccine. Imagine what she would do then, right? Imagine, imagine that moment. Oh, this is one of those anti-vax people. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give them some quality health care. Now, I, I don't know if that's what she would do, but what I do know is she told people to make up a child with childhood cancer. How sick is that? To force people around you to put a mask on. She's telling you to wear N95 masks and take them with you and hand them out to people around you and then tell everybody around you, well, I've got a child with cancer. Got an autoimmune problem. I got an elderly person at home that's got issues. And at least you can lie to them and then tell them to protect you at home you know, the, the, around you, the closest people. Now, I, I had to watch this clip twice because I was like, hold on, did, did, a, did a doctor just go on TV and tell the American people to lie to one another so that they can, you can force your agenda on others to the point where you're using children with cancer as your alibi? That's exactly what happened. Listen. And that when possible, carrying some extra masks, I know this sounds crazy, but if you tell someone next to you on a plane, pay a 95 and just say, or surgical mask and just say, I've got an elderly mother at home. I've got a child with cancer at home. Will you please do me a favor? Having the people at least closest to you in that row, protecting yourself and them can be the best safety. So carry some extra masks with you. Carry some rapid tests with you if you're traveling. Yeah, and just, and just lie. Just, just carry the extra mask and just 
tell them you got a kid with cancer, right? These people are sick in the head, folks. What type of psychopath goes on national TV and tells you to make up a fictitious child with cancer? Or if you've got a kid with you, convince the people around you that the kid next to you, your child has cancer. What type of psychotic person does that? I I wouldn't want this woman to ever treat me in a hospital because if she saw that I didn't agree with one of her medical decisions or, or forget that, she found out my politics. What type of quality health care am I going to get from a psycho that goes on national TV and tells you to make up a fake person with cancer? You are sick in the head and deranged. Not only that, you're doing it to your children. Like, just tell them you got a kid with cancer. It's dying, okay? And then they'll put a mask on. That's how you do it. This is one of the top people, by the way, that works in the Obama administration. And now she's a legitimate doctor. And that when possible, carry some extra masks. I know this sounds crazy. But if you tell someone, I love this. I know it sounds crazy, but the part that's crazy is the fact that it's she's she says, I know it sounds crazy. Okay, what she's about to say, and I think she's referencing carrying the extra mask. She doesn't think it's crazy to make up a fake person that has cancer. I know this sounds crazy. But if you tell someone next to you on a plane, pay a 95 and just say or surgical mask and just say, I've got an elderly mother at home. I've got a child with cancer at home. I've got an elderly mother. Just make up an elderly mother at home. Right. Whether it's whether it happened or not, just just shame people into submitting to your psychotic ways of wearing a mask. These people are insane. And was there any pushback on MSNBC from this? This no, this is this is actual advocacy for lying and using children. Imagine if you have a kid actually does have cancer. My hometown, Memphis, Tennessee, St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Unbelievable work they do with kids with cancer. And if you've ever seen a kid suffer with cancer. If you've ever been around the kids that have cancer, which I've seen the, the worst days of their treatment and seen the kids that have lost their lives to cancer, childhood cancer, been to their funerals, you know how angry it would make people to think that there's parents walking around faking that their kid has cancer just so you'll put on a mask. You don't screw with people that way. Apparently you do if you're a Democrat. I know it sounds crazy, but I'm a doctor at a top hospital. I'm Dr. Patel. I'm the expert. Top person that was the former Obama White House policy director. When she was introduced, this is how they introduced her. Joining us now, Dr. Patel, an NBC News medical contributor and former Obama White House policy director. Dr. Patel, it's always a pleasure to see you. What's your reaction to this ruling in, the, in these last 24 hours? And her synopsis is... And that when possible, carry some extra masks. I know this sounds crazy, but if you tell someone next to you on a plane, pay a 95 and just say, or surgical mask, and just say, I've got an elderly mother at home. I've got a child with cancer at home. Will you please do me a favor? Having the people at least closest to you in that row, protecting yourself and them, can be the best safety. So carry some extra masks with you. Carry some rapid tests with you if you're traveling. Yeah. They're not crazy, I promise. one 381 one Let me get to your phone calls and get some of your reaction to this. Let me go to Brett in Los Angeles, California. You're on the Mark Levin Show. Ben Ferguson filling in tonight. Hi. Hello, Ben, and bless you for helping to free America. 
science proves Fauci is a fraud, and he practices the mass murder medicine of Dr. Mengele. His is the bloodless, plausible deniability medicine, and his is is the science of sadism, sociopathy, and CCP socialism. It's the science of George Orwell and Otis Huxley and Mad Max. And Fauci and the CDC, the NIH, the AMA, Pfizer, J&J, and the CCP are genocide-jabbing mass murderers. I, I, I still love the fact that the federal government hands out masks that were made in China. Right? There's days, by the way, Brett, when I just miss the President of the United States of America saying China. I really do. <laughs> I, miss, I miss those China. This is, this is the, these are the most brilliant minds in the Democratic Party. Make up a kid that has cancer. Make it up. Make up a, a parent at home that has an autoimmune disease and, 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 and shame people into putting on a mask around you. And that's what this is. It's about power. It's always been about power. Them. It's not about safety. It's not about protecting you. And the CDC is elected by no one. And they're furious that all of a sudden their power is disappearing. So now they say, all right, the DOJ, we need you to back us here. We need you to make sure that no one threatens our power. And that is why they have just appealed this. And, there's a, and, the, and, and they're happy about it. All the, all the woke blue check marks on social media right now celebrating this. That's what, yeah, let's fight back. Look, you don't have to fly, by the way, if you don't want to. It's not, it's not a right. It's a privilege. And if you're freaked out like Joy, whatever the hell her name is on MS, Joy Reid on MSNBC, and you're freaked out by all this, fine. I, th- then don't fly. No one, you don't have to fly. It's not mandatory that you fly. You can drive if you want to. If you want to drive, like you can totally do this. The reason why, by the way, people cheered when all this happened is because people on airplanes they were ready to move on. That's part of the reason that so many people were cheering on airplanes. You can lie and say it was only one airplane. It was not just one airplane, but you can lie, and that's what the White House is doing. But they did it. The reason why they cheered is because they were over it, and they're ready to go back to normal life. Ben Ferguson filling in for Mark Levin. We'll be right back. Mark Levin. I've been telling you folks for a long time, if you're still with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, you're simply paying too much for wireless because Pure Talk gives you the same exact great 5G coverage for a fraction of the cost. But don't take my word for it. Listen to what Christopher from Grand Forks, North Dakota has to say. said, I used to be a Verizon customer before switching to Pure Talk, and I absolutely love it. Pure Talk has the same great service that Verizon does and a little over half of the cost. And I got to keep my phone. Thank you for being such a great company. Folks, you should join me and make the switch. Right now, get unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data for just $30 a month. So do this. Go to puretalk.com, find the plan that's right for you. Then this month, enter promo code Levin Podcast. that's L-E-V-I-N podcast, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Welcome back. It is Ben Ferguson filling in for the great one, Mark Levin, tonight. Simple question for you. Are you one of those that is uh, obsessed with masks and you feel like the government should mandate masks? Do you believe that masks are going to somehow save your life magically on an airplane? You know, we're supposed to follow the science. That's what Fauci always talked about. 
Now we know that the federal government is going to appeal the ruling. They're going to appeal it. We also now know we have doctors out there telling the American people, just lie when you're on an airplane. Just lie and tell people you've got someone at home that has cancer, childhood cancer. you got a kid with cancer. Dr. Kavita Patel, an NBC News medical contributor, a doctor at a hospital and a former Obama White House policy director, is telling the American people, take N95 masks when you get on a plane, pass them out to the people around you so at least you can protect yourself and tell them you got a kid with cancer. And that when possible, carry some extra masks. I know this sounds crazy, but if you tell someone next to you on a plane, pay a 95 and just say, or surgical mask and just say, I've got an elderly mother at home. I've got a child with cancer at home. Will you please do me a favor? Having the people at least close. Now you're so psycho to do this, to, but to say it on TV. This is, I mean, just straight up say it. Jen Psaki, White House. Well, we, it is entirely warranted, entirely reasonable for current and future health crises. We want to prefer, preserve the authority that the CDC, by the way, never had to do what they've done over the last two years. That's why the White House dismisses video emergen- um, videos emerging all over social, me- social media of airline passengers celebrating announcement about the end of the mask mandate. Say, well, hold on a second. We only saw that on one flight. White House doesn't have a cohesive response. This ruling from a federal judge striking down the mandate because they know that the American people are against it. But this is about a power grab for them. So who cares if you make a bunch of people angry? You have to control them. Democrats have no power without owning you like a modern day slave. This is this is about them controlling every single aspect of your life, where you can eat, when you can eat, who you can sing with, who you can talk to. This is about them controlling your business, your life, your church, your school, your children. And then when they don't get their way, they want you to lie and tell people that your child has cancer. And there's psychos out there that will look at their kids and will do this. Make no mistake about it. There are psychotic people out there that will look at their kid and coach their kid to tell their kid, hey, we're going to get on a plane today, and we're going to tell people that you have childhood cancer so that other people wear masks. So go along with it, they ask. And they believe that they're justified in doing this because you just had a doctor, Dr. Patel, who is a top person in the Obama White House, telling you to make up these lies. 1-877-381-3811. John in Green Bay, Wisconsin. You're on the Mark Levin Show. Ben Ferguson with you tonight. Hi. Ben, what blows my mind the most, when given the opportunity to refute, you know, to support this, this appeal with evidence, she says lie. There is no evidence. If there was, you know, here we have a trained medical professional who at some point had to take an exam question that said a virus is this big. The holes in the mask are this big. But yet, no, we're going beyond that. And all she can say is we need to start lying to people in order to get them to do that. You're absolutely right. This is about control. has been from the beginning. And really, there's very few issues in America that are more divisive than the mask issue. So everyone in America has an opinion about that. Literally tens of millions of Americans cannot say their opinion. And then we have a doctor of the Obama administration saying, well, I don't have any evidence, so we're just going to lie. Say your kid has cancer. 
What a disgusting comment. I can't even believe it. It it, it really is. It tells you about the soullessness, the perversion of the left, that they're actually out there saying, when we don't get our way, make up a child or use your child as a pawn and tell people around you that your child is dying of cancer. Exactly. By the way, I just I just put up a poll question because, you know, the White House said there's no definitive polling on this. I'm just curious if any of you are on Twitter. I just put up the question. Do you want mass to be mandated on planes? Yes or no. It's up there right now. Ben Ferguson show on just put in Ben Ferguson on Twitter and you can vote. But, I, I you know, when they say that there's, you know, like there's some gray area here, I have a feeling based on what we saw in all the planes and all the videos and based on what the pilots were saying and based on the tears from flight attendants, that the overwhelming support was to get rid of the masks, right? I, I mean, that, that's what this was. It was obvious. The ABC reporter said it over 85%. And I think he's probably lowballing this. The people at the airports we're walking around without masks by the middle of the next day because people don't want to wear these things. And, and if you go out in society, excluding places like Philadelphia, where they put a mask mandate back in on Monday, because there's insane up there, right? If you look at society, no one's walking around in large groups with masks right now. No one is. Like, everybody's kind of over this. And then Jim Psaki comes out, well, there was just this one plane. Said, and maybe some of it is because uh, there was the video of people on planes, on the plane, on one plane taking off their masks. Public polling does not actually show that there is a universal view of people getting rid of masks. That's not actually what public polling shows. I, I love it. Just one plane, right? Just, oh, there was, there was planes. Well, there was a plane. Then it's just one plane. Got to get that narrative right. Got to tell you, it was only one plane and one airport and one person, even though there's all these videos coming out of all these people doing this. And now the DOJ is going to use your money to appeal the federal ruling on the transportation mass mandate, not because it's about your safety, but it's about how dare you challenge the United States government. How dare you challenge the Justice Department? How dare you challenge the CDC that's elected by no one? Go vote in our poll. I got it up there on Twitter right now. Don't forget. I do a podcast every day. You can grab the Ben Ferguson podcast as well. We'll be right back. I've been telling you folks for a long time, if you're still with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, you're simply paying too much for wireless because Pure Talk gives you the same exact great 5G coverage for a fraction of the cost. But don't take my word for it. Listen to what Christopher from Grand Forks, North Dakota has to say. Said, I used to be a Verizon customer before switching to Pure Talk, and I absolutely love it. Pure Talk has the same great service that Verizon does, and a little over half of the cost. And I got to keep my phone. Thank you for being such a great company. Folks, you should join me and make the switch. Right now, get unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data for just $30 a month. So do this. Go to puretalk.com, find the plan that's right for you. Then this month, enter promo code Levin Podcast. that's L-E-V-I-N podcast, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Mark Levin says today, what the backbenchers will repeat tomorrow. Call Mark at 877-381-3811. Welcome back. It is the Ben Ferguson filling in for Mark Levin tonight. Nice to have you with us. And uh, our poll question, I'm getting a lot of heat right now. Mr. Producer is monitoring this. I I threw it up there on Twitter. I just want to know, simple poll question for you. 
And you can go, uh, it's Ben Ferguson Show, at Ben Ferguson Show on Twitter. My, my question was, do you want masks to be mandated on planes? Uh, right now, uh, there's two options, yes and hell no. Yes is 4%, hell no is at 96%. You can vote, it's up there right now. It's just, I love the 4%. I want to, I want to meet the 4%. I, I want to meet them and sit down with them and, and, and ask them, okay, so your mask isn't good enough to keep you safe, so you want to mandate that I wear a mask, and then you want to lie to me and tell me that your kid has cancer to get me to wear the mask, and that's y'all's plan. And you want your tax dollars to go for the Department of Justice to appeal a federal ruling on transportation mask mandates because the CDC was clearly outside the boundaries of what they actually are supposed to be doing. Right, like clearly the CDC has totally overstepped their authority, and I, I got to ask at this point, what really is their authority? You know, Sanjay Gupta over at CNN, chief medical correspondent, discussed the ruling of the from the federal judge in Florida, which resulted in several airlines and Amtrak lifting their mask mandates for travelers, ba- basically immediately. Listen to part of what he had to say. Do you think it's safe to go maskless on a plane now? I love the fear. Like, do you think it's safe to go maskless on an airplane now? We've been going maskless everywhere else, yo. Like, no, I mean, the reality is everybody's walking around without masks. Well, th- this is this is a, a tough call because this was a legal decision. That's not what she asked you. She didn't ask you if this was a legal decision. She asked you, do you think it's safe? Dr. Gupta, right? These are the people that told us we're going to follow the science. Then all of a sudden he won't answer a basic scientific medical question because now he wants to go back into politics. Do you think it's safe to go maskless on a plane now? Simple question, Dr. Sanjay Gupta, do you think it's safe? Well, it's complex now with politics involved that she's asking you as a doctor, yo. You're not, she's not asking you as a congressman. Well, th- this is this is a, a, a tough call because this was a legal decision, Caitlin. We could put up the list of airlines. So, so okay, so it's a legal decision. All right, so so you you can't come out and say that it's unsafe. So you're now going to try to muddy the waters as a doctor saying this is a legal decision and not answer the medical question because the medical question was, do you think it's safe? And I have a feeling that Dr. Gupta was going to answer that honestly, but he knew it wouldn't be popular. With everybody over at CNN. So you do, uh, you turn yourself into a politician in that moment. And you change the entire narrative. Listen to where he goes. By the way, and Amtrak that is now at this point not requiring masks. TSA is not going to enforce masks in these places. But this was a legal decision, not a public health decision. Um, and it was abrupt, as you pointed out. All of a sudden, masks came off. Families or, or travelers who were fully anticipating they would still be able to travel in a masked environment suddenly could not. Children under the age of five who have not been able to be vaccinated, uh, again, feeling more comfortable in a masked environment, suddenly we're not in a masked environment. So uh, what we've known for some time is that, you know, airplanes are probably one of the safest places because of the high air exchange rates. And we haven't seen significant outbreaks on airplanes. You know, we've been following this for more than two years now, Caitlin. I think the question has been with this most recent variant, BA2, 
Is it, we know it's more transmissible, is it so transmissible that it will still spread in an airplane environment? I think that's what the CDC wanted to sort of figure out. Uh, they wanted until at least May 3rd to figure out whether or not they're starting to see some upticks in cases in those sorts of environments. But Caitlin, I think the biggest issue is just if you look at the numbers over... You, you notice, by the way, we're one minute, 19 seconds into this, and he still hasn't answered the question. The question was, do you think it's safe to get on an airplane without a mask? And, it, and, and the government wants you to believe that in society today, they are the solution to every problem. Not you personally choosing what's best for you and your family. If you want to get on a plane without a mask, get on a plane without a mask. You want to wear a mask, wear a mask. You want to wear a hundred masks, wear a hundred masks. I don't care. I was sitting there today talking to a, to a doctor and I said to him, I was like, you know, I, I really wish we could just go back to a time when people had the felt comfortable enough to make a decision for themselves without groupthink. I made a decision and I slept good with it when I got the vaccine. I made a medical decision based on my family's medical history. I made a decision after talking to multiple doctors who didn't know each other and knowing that my father almost died from COVID before there was a vaccine. Knowing that he was on oxygen for three months after he got out of the hospital, thank goodness he lived. I made a decision with medical doctors, knowing that I had his DNA, knowing that I have asthma, and knowing that I'm not the skinniest guy in the world. As one doctor said, you've got a perfect storm. You've got asthma, you've got your dad's DNA, and you're not the skinniest guy in the world. Based on your father and your DNA, based on your medical history, and your medical condition of asthma, I would suggest for you, you should get the vaccine. And you know what I said to the doctor? Thank you. And then I got another opinion. The next doctor, totally unrelated, said the same thing. I went to another doctor. And then I made a decision. I don't regret it. I don't think that means that anybody else should get the vaccine, including people in my family. But I'm sick and tired of people feeling like when they make a decision, that that means that everybody else must make the, 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 the same decision they made. And if you don't, then you're stupid or dumb. If you get on a plane and wear a mask, I am never going to make fun of you because I respect freedom. What's going to kill this country is this groupthink that everybody must believe stupid things like men can have babies when they can't. And that you can lose your job because you don't believe that a man dress up like a woman is a woman. Like if you want to dress up as a woman, and I'm using this as another example, okay? If, if you want to dress up as a woman, I, I, at this point in life, I don't care. But don't expect me to treat you like a woman when I know you're a dude. Okay? Don't. Don't expect me to go into this group thing. You know, it was interesting because there's been this massive exodus of Netflix, people canceling Netflix. And I laughed yesterday because Netflix is like, why are we losing all these subscribers? What's happening? You guys had up there a documentary, a series, I should say, entitled He's Expecting a Dude That's Pregnant, a series about a dude being pregnant. And you wonder why people said the hell with you? You guys had a series called Cuties, which described this way during the pandemic. An 11-year-old Amy starts to rebel against her conservative family's traditions when she becomes fascinated with a free-spirited dance crew. 
Look at the video. Look at the trailer. And what do you see there? Right? What, what do you see? You see a bunch of little girls being sexualized and the demonizing of a conservative family. And you wonder why people are canceling. You know, you look at Disney. And I, I did a, I did a five-part series in my podcast exposing the, the, the tapes of Disney and the words of Disney. I don't slander people. I don't make things up. I just use their own words and their own videos and their own company meetings to show you what you're funding if you go to Disney World. And you wonder why hundreds of thousands of people have decided to cancel Disney Plus and cancel their vacations to Disneyland and Disney World. You wonder why the legislature down in Florida, and God bless Governor DeSantis for doing this, are wanting to strip them of all of their unbelievable financial deals that they get in Florida for doing business in Florida while trying to groom and indoctrinate our children. I challenged in, in my podcast, and I hope you guys will go back and listen to these Disney tapes because it's unbelievable what you, what you hear. These people in Disney screaming, they want everything to be queer, 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 gay, gay, gay. They want to indoctrinate your children. And I said, if you... It's not just indoctrinating your kids. And I'm, I'm trying to go back and remember everything I said because I, I spent an incredible amount of time on, on this podcast. And I said, you're paying these people to turn your kids against you. You're paying Disney to ingrain in your children that your way of life is evil. That your value system is evil. That you are your va- that their parent. That your parents are bigots and racist. And when your kids turn on you, and when your kids run away from you, and when your kids have kids and they refuse to allow you as grandparents to see their children, your grandchildren, know that you're the ones that paid for this. I'll have that debate and fight with you over over Disney. I will because if you're sending your money to these people and they're indoctrinating your kids to hate you and hate your values and turn against their parents, and then one day you want to complain about it, I will laugh in your face. And there are a bunch of wussy parents out there. And they're like, "Oh, but I my, I want my kids to have that Disney experience. The experience you had at Disney is not the experience your kids are having. Get over it." Disney, by the way, is not important to children. It's parents who make Disney important to their children. Kids don't come out of the womb and at one and two and three and four and five years old and think that Disney is the most important thing in the world. It's parents who indoctrinate that in their kids to believe it. And parents have this idealistic dream that your kids, right, are going to have the same experience that you had. And there's that experience that you had as a kid going to Disney World and you want to share that experience with your kids. The problem is the experience is not the same. It's no different than going to a great restaurant 30 years ago and you go back now and the doors are closed because somebody bought it and the food sucked. And what did it do? The business closed. Times change, things change, people change. That's the reality. But all this is is about indoctrinating your kids and having power over you and taking away your rights. These masks, it's not even about masking. It is about power. It is about total power over you and your life. That is what it has been since day one. It's no different than Disney Corporation. It's no different than Netflix. And they're shocked when their stocks start to tank because finally, and it's sad that it took what it took to get people to wake up. It's sad that it took these videos coming out 
and these audio recordings of Disney saying everything they want to do to your kid for parents to wake up. And I still know parents are still taking their kids to Disney, and I am judging you for doing it. Because you are paying someone to turn your children against you. It's not just, they're not even, forget turning your kids against conservative values. No, Disney, when you take your kids to Disney, when you set them in front of Disney Plus, when you, when you, when you buy Disney products, you are paying them to turn your children against you. And, and, and when they do turn against you, and they will, because they have more influence over your kid than you do. And when they convince your children, when they get a little older, that you as a parent are a bigot and a racist, that you're a bigot and a racist and a homophobe and anti-LGBTQ, and they, and they turn your kid against your faith and your family values, remember the conversation that we are having right now. one 877 Ben Ferguson. Filling in for the great one, Mark Levin. You can vote in our poll question right now, Mister Mister Producer. Where, where are we? Are we so, where, I want to know what are the what are the latest numbers. He's checking for me. All right, right. I'm, I'll look it up. I'll look it up right now. All right. Do you want masks to be mandated on planes? Yes or hell no. Right now, I just refreshed it. Ninety six percent hell no, four percent yes. You can vote during the break on Twitter. Ben Ferguson Show. We'll be right back. Mark Levin. I've been telling you folks for a long time, if you're still with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, you're simply paying too much for wireless because Pure Talk gives you the same exact great 5G coverage for a fraction of the cost. But don't take my word for it. Listen to what Christopher from Grand Forks, North Dakota has to say. said, I used to be a Verizon customer before switching to Pure Talk, and I absolutely love it. Pure Talk has the same great service that Verizon does and a little over half of the cost. And I got to keep my phone. Thank you for being such a great company. Folks, you should join me and make the switch. Right now, get unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data for just $30 a month. So do this. Go to puretalk.com, find the plan that's right for you. Then this month, enter promo code Levin Podcast. that's L-E-V-I-N podcast, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast. <laughs> Senate just passed a bill to dismantle Walt Disney's World, Walt Disney World self-governing Reedy Creek Improvement District. Uh, this is going to cost them an insane amount of money if they lose this, as it continues to move through the legislature, and I'm sure the governor would sign it. Now, why is this happening? One, I don't believe the government's job is pick winners and losers. I understand tourism. I understand economic development. But the amount of money that Disney doesn't pay in taxes, I, I'll, I'll use liberals' lines here, right? Pay your fair share. Right? You, should, you should pay your fair share. Well, what's happening with Disney right now is they are in trouble because they have moved to the point of indoctrinating kids. And Governor DeSantis clearing the way to revoke Disney's special district in Florida is exactly what should happen. Florida lawmakers said, all right, you Disney, you want to come after our kids? You want to attack our, our rules and our laws in our state? You want to try to turn us into this horrible, bigoted state, which, you know, with a fake don't say gay bill, which is exactly not what it said. All it said was you can't talk to kids about sex in kindergarten, first, second grade, third grade, right? Not a crazy idea. Can't groom kids sexually at that point. That's all we're saying. 
They lied about the bill and claimed everything was a lie, right? Well, guess what? Florida lawmakers vote to end Disney's tax privileges and self-governing status, which could cost them an insane amount of dollars. They've got a special tax district, and they've had it for decades, which allows the company to self-govern its land. The Florida House is also expected to vote in favor of this legislation after Governor DeSantis announced Tuesday that lawmakers will be considering termination of all special districts that were announced in Florida prior to 1968. And that includes the Reedy Creek Improvement District. Special tax district allows Disney, Disney wide-ranging autonomy, including over local police and fire departments on the land where its theme park sits in Orlando. It currently saves the company tens of millions of dollars a year in exemptions from various regulations, as well as taxes and fees. The Reedy Creek Improvement District was created in 1967 in an effort to support and administer various aspects of economic development and tourism within the district boundaries. Under the agreement, Disney has been responsible for overseeing environmental protections and public services, as well as operating and maintaining public roads and bridges. Why do they keep doing it? Because it saves them so much money. Well, Disney came out hardcore against Florida HB Bill 1557. They dubbed it the Don't Say Gay Bill, said it should never pass and should never have been signed into law. That's what Disney said in a statement late last month. They went on to say our goal as a company is for this law to be repealed by the legislature or struck down in the courts, and we remain committed to supporting the national and state organizations working to achieve that. The statement added that the company is dedicated to standing up for the rights and safety of the LGBTQ plus members of the Disney family, as well as the community in Florida and across the country. DeSantis has since accused Disney of trying to impose woke ideology in the state. Disney has aligned, alienated a lot of people now, DeSantis said. When he first floated the idea of eliminating the special tax district. And so the political influence we're used to wielding, I think, has dissipated. And so the question is, why would you want to have special privileges in the law at all? The governor added, and I don't think that we should. Good for him for doing this. And remember what they want to do to your kids. Disney's corporate president said she supports having many, many LGBTQIA characters in our stories as Disney is reimagining tomorrow for your kids. They lie about a bill, attack a state, and they want billions of dollars in savings. Welcome to Big Leagues, Disney, because you're about to pay for it. More coming up. Are you an individual or business owner facing the heavy burden of back taxes, levies, or wage garnishments? Life's challenges, especially those brought on by the economic impact of COVID-19 and inflation, can take a toll on your financial well-being. Now, the IRS has eliminated over a billion dollars in tax penalties and interest for back taxes. America First Tax Group is here to help you claim your share of these billions in tax relief before the IRS can claim the government share and clamp down. Call them now, 800-806-1299. The IRS has people working to collect your money, but it's time to turn the tables, folks. America First Tax Group is a full-service tax boutique that puts clients first. They understand the stress of dealing with tax problems, and they will be your guide through the process. Don't wait. Time is of the essence. Call America First Tax Group. Here's the number, 800-806-1299. 800-806-1299. Or visit AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Levin. He's here. He's here. 
Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Watchdog Group is now calling for a probe of Jen Psaki for slamming Fox News while securing a gig with MSNBC. That's right. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki may find herself under a federal investigation very soon based on the information we're getting. A Watchdog Group is now calling for that probe of Jen Psaki for slamming Fox News while securing that MSNBC gig. In a letter to the Office of Government Ethics Director and the Department of Justice Public Integrity Section Chief, they now insist the pu- protect the public's trust. A watchdog group focusing on exposing government official misconduct is calling for that investigation of the outgoing White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki using her f- official position to disparage the competitor of her prospective future employer. Seems like a conflict of interest, right? So in the letter to the Office of Government Ethics and the Department of Justice, they insist that an investigation into the potential conflict of interest caused by Jen Psaki's job negotiations with MSNBC and CNN is warranted. The Washington Examiner is now reporting, quote, the appearance of a conflict of interest risks further damaging the already low level of public trust in government. The letter states in order to restore public trust and live up to Ms. Saki's own commitment to, quote, transparency and engagement. We are calling upon you to investigate whether Ms. Saki violated her ethical duties, either in her remarks regarding Fox News or in her conduct while negotiating non-federal employment more generally. Saki is reportedly set to leave the Biden administration very soon to take a gig at MSNBC. There were various reports that MSNBC and CNN engaged in a bidding war for her services. And as the examiner reported, federal law requires officials to recuse themselves from any particular matters involving prospective future employers. Yet Saki continued to interact with reporters from both of the networks during the televised daily press briefings, quite possibly hedging the bets. Quote, Jen Psaki's reported efforts to secure a job, right, to secure a job with a major news organization while she serves as the White House press secretary create a gauntlet of ethical obstacles, is what the PBT director, Michael Chamberlain, told the newspaper. Despite her statement to the contrary, she appears to be willing to simply plow through without any regard for these additional obligations. Her latest, the demeaning of Fox News, a competitor of her prospective employer while seeming to act in her official capacity as White House press secretary working for the United States of America, right? The people appears to be a misuse of her official position. Under the circumstances, it's hard to see how the American public would not perceive the appearance of a conflict of interest. Just last week, Jen Psaki took a hard swing at Fox News during an appearance on a podcast playing off President Biden calling Fox News White House correspondent Peter Ducey a stupid son of a bee. She said he works for a network that provides people, referring to anyone that watches Fox News, with questions that nothing personal to any individual, include, including Peter Ducey, but might make anyone sound like a stupid son of a bee. 
White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki. That's what she thinks of you, folks. She thinks you're a stupid son of a bee if you watch Fox News Channel. And by the way, what a great thing to say about Fox News if you're trying to get a gig and make big money seven-figure deal with MSNBC or CNN. You're in the official capacity. You're in your official capacity. You're sitting there in your official capacity. As the White House press secretary, and you're taking shots at the competition because you know that's what they're going to want. Not a bad way to get paid, right? Now the watchdog group is saying it's time for a investigation. Outgoing White House press secretary now being accused of using her official position to disparage the competitor of her prospective future employer warrants an investigation by the Office of Ethics and Department of Justice the watchdog group is now demanding. We'll see what happens. I can promise you, the great one, will keep you updated on this one. Also, go woke, go broke. Amazon now has new plans. Amazon is now planning a racial equity audit that's going to be led by none other than Loretta Lynch. Following calls from shareholders for more transparency on the effects of company policy, Amazon will be conducting a racial equity audit of its hourly workers, led by former Attorney General Loretta Lynch. CNBC is now reporting that Amazon plans to conduct a racial equity audit of its hourly workers following calls by shareholders to provide more transparency about how the company's policies affect diversity, equity, and workplace inclusion at the e-commerce giant. This is going to be amazing. I love watching people burn down their own companies. I love when these people are unionizing lately. Keep it up. You guys are doing awesome. In a recent securities filing, Amazon say that the audit will evaluate any uh, desperate radical impacts on nearly 1 million U.S. hourly employees resulting from our policies, programs, and practices. Amazon has employed the services of a law firm, Paul Weiss, yada, 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 and Garrison to conduct the audit, which will be led by former Attorney General Loretta Lynch, a partner at the firm. Recently, New York State Comptroller refiled a proposal for a racial equity audit to be voted on at Amazon's next shareholder meeting, which is set to take place next month. Amazon has taken some measures to address racial justice and equity, including committing financial resources and publishing workforce diversity data. However, Amazon faces controversies, some significant, that pose various risks and raise questions related to the company's overall strategy and the company's alignment with the public statements. You know, Amazon spent a lot of money supporting liberal woke people, and now the liberal woke people they supported are turning on them because, remember, anything that makes money is bad, right? Anybody that makes money is evil. And I'm going to sit back, and if they burn down Amazon, I'm going to watch, and I'm going to laugh. I am. And I'm going to laugh because they deserve it at this point. You look at all these woke people and they support all these woke people and they get all these woke people elected. They support all these woke ideology. Right? Remember, this is the same company that shut down Parler, their servers, when Parler was blowing up, when Twitter started censoring people. And then they shut down Parler, right? The Amazon, the same company that did now, that now is going to have to deal with Loretta Lynch, the former attorney general, on how much you're paying people that are minorities and unionizing and everything else. And I'm laughing in your face. Go woke, go broke. We're seeing it with Netflix. We're seeing it with Disney. And now we're seeing Amazon 
all the things and all the people and all the wokeness they supported, and now it's all coming back to bite them in the rear end. I hope every Amazon employee unionizes, because here's the deal. Somebody else is going to figure out how to do this crap, what Amazon's doing. And we're going to have other options and other alternatives, and if Amazon gets hammered, it's going to be okay, because other people will be able to do what Amazon is doing. I'm a firm believer in competition. But when you do what Amazon has done, same thing with Facebook. You look at Facebook and what has been happening with Facebook. They're losing subscribers, right? First time ever, Facebook lost subscribers. And look what happened to their stock. There's a certain point where conservatives are standing up now and they're saying no more. You want to talk about patriots and what we're doing right now? I I have never been more inspired than I am right now after seeing what's happened in the first year of of the Biden administration. You look at what has happened in this country. Patriots filed lawsuits to stop Biden's unconstitutional vaccine mandates, and we won. More patriots got together and filed lawsuits stopping Biden's unconstitutional mass mandates for travel, and we won. They're going to appeal it, but we won, which is amazing. Democrats are not going to give up any of their power, not on mass or anything else. They didn't voluntarily say, okay, we're going to end COVID and go back to normal life. No, no, no. We forced them to do it. And that's the part that matters here. We forced them to do it. We're going to have to keep fighting. And when places like Disney try to blackmail states into submitting to their demands, their requests, whatever it is you want to call it, we should fight back, just like Governor DeSantis says. You, you gotta, you've got to learn to play by their rules. They're the ones that have played for keeps. They're the ones that have done this to this country. And so if we have to sue and we have to fight back in the court system, then let's get ready to do it. Because playing Mr. Nice Guy is not working. And when you see companies like Amazon get hit with all of this you know, unionization, clap and celebrate. When you see transgendered athletes destroy women's sports, cheer them on. Because at some point, there's a day of reckoning that's going to happen for these idiots. I said this early. I may have said this when I was filling in for Mark before. In the Olympics, I was rooting for every transgendered athlete to win gold. Because I wanted to show the feminists how stupid the feminists have become. Feminists that are supposed to be standing up for women are now standing up for men dressed like women. You can't make that up. And they got themselves in such a tizzy defending and bringing everybody into this inclusion group of LGBTQIA+, that they didn't realize they were going to ruin women's sports. And that's exactly what they've done. And where are the moronic feminists now? Where's the feminist movement defending women whose titles are getting taken away from them? Right? When, when, when is that going to stop? How many women are going to have to have scholarships taken away from them? Paychecks taken away from them? Opportunities taken away from them? Right? How many women is it going to take to have their lives and their careers altered by men dressing up like women before women actually get their heads out of their rear end and realize, holy cow, we should have just stood up for actual women? There was a headline a couple days ago that was amazing. Mr. Producer, if you can find this again, I'll, I'll, I'll get more into it later. But it was, it was about a dude in prison, and I got to find this. But there was a dude in prison 
in a women's prison because he said he was transgender, which means he's a woman, right? Who went into prison and then knocked up a couple chicks. You can dress up a dude like a chick, but he's still, if he has sex with a chick, there's a good chance she's going to get pregnant. And they're like shocked over this, right? Like totally shocked. Like completely just can't believe that a dude dressed like a chick that goes into a women's prison could knock up some women and get them pregnant. Like that can't happen, right? Yes, it, it can happen because the guy's always been a dude. It's called a costume. Oh, but Ben, you can't say that. You must submit to the ways of Disney and the LGBT community. No, I don't have to, actually. So when men go into prison and they knock up a bunch of women in the women's prison while they're acting like they're a woman, I'm going to laugh. I hope this dude knocks up five more women, 10 more women, 15 more women to, to make you look stupid. I hope they keep sending men dressed like women into women's prison, and I hope that women all over the country in women's prisons get pregnant having sex with men dressed like women because I can laugh in your face, and I and science will, by the way, prove me right. You want to trust the science? Trust the science of this. You put a dude in, in, in prison with women, and he's going to impregnate women. Trust that science. I'm two. You're nothing. I'm winning. You're losing. Ben Ferguson filling in for the great one. Mark Levin will be right back. In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? This Durbin Marshall credit card bill could jeopardize your financial data, make it more susceptible to cyber intrusions. It's a controversial bill that proposes a shift in billions of dollars worth of consumer transactions to payment networks that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? Well, the answer, woke corporate megastores seeking to inflate their multi-billion dollar profit margins. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill will undermine our safe and convenient payment systems and endanger your data security. It's time to take a stand. Visit electronicpaymentscoalition.org. Make your voice heard. Tell your senators to oppose the radical Durbin Marshall credit card bill paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. Welcome back. It is Ben Ferguson filling in for the great one, Mark Levin, and I am so nice to have you with us. And if you just joined us, uh, we were talking about how uh, we're, science we're winning, right? My Mr. Producer is making me laugh during the break. Uh, we're winning. We're two to nothing right now. Here's the story for you, how I know we're winning. New Jersey women's prison has a problem. They got a chick that keeps impregnating other chicks. Like, how does that happen? Well, it's because the chick impregnating the other chicks is actually a dude with a penis. That's right, because a chick or multiple chicks have had sex with a dude with a penis who the people in New Jersey are too stupid to understand is actually a dude. He's a transgender prisoner. So two inmates serving time in New Jersey's only state prison for women show up in the medical ward pregnant. Did a little digging, right? All right, well, is it maybe one of the, you know, guards in the prison that's 
having a little fling on the side. That's happened before in women's prisons. Nope. All right, well, how are you guys getting some in here behind the bars? Conjugal visits? Nope. All right, so what's happening? Well, I'm having sex with a dude in here that's acting like he's a chick. The unidentified jailbirds became pregnant at the Mahan, Mahan Correctional Facility after engaging in, quote, consensual sexual relationships with another incarcerated person, the State Department of Corrections told NewJersey.com. In 2021, New Jersey went woke. And they enacted a policy to allow dudes with penises to be housed in accordance with their preferred gender identity. All right, if I'm in New Jersey and I'm going to prison, I'm a chick. Can I get an amen? The policy was part of a settlement from a civil rights suit brought by a woman forced to live in men's prison for 18 months. There are more than 800 prisoners, including 27 dudes walking around with penises in the women's prison at the Jersey Correctional Facility, which does not require trans women, which is a dude with a penis, to undergo gender reassignment surgery in order to be housed there. You can just be a dude with a penis. So now two chicks have been knocked up by a dude that they want you to believe is a chick, which is a dude. And we got babies now to prove it. Go woke, go broke. Or in this case, go pregnant. 1-877-381-3811. 1-877-381-3811. Want to go to Scott. Welcome, Scott. You are on the Mark Levin Show. Ben Ferguson with you tonight. And uh, I hear you are one of the people on the one plane, because the White House said there's only one plane where people got excited that the mask mandate came off, and you were on that only plane where that happened if you listen to the White House. Scott, you there? All right, I guess we got Scott. We'll try to hold you, Scott, and see if we can get you back, because I want to talk to you. 1-877-381-3811. Ben Ferguson filling in for the great one, Mark Levin. By the way, somebody just texted me on social media and asked about that Disney audio. If you want to grab it, it's in my, one of my podcasts. You can download the Ben Ferguson podcast during the break. Have you gotten your letter from the IRS yet? These last few years have not been easy on the American family. And with tax season finally arriving, there'll be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them. Well, America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-806-1299. Hello, 800-806-1299. And you'll be in touch with the America First Tax Group, a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS and help put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have, from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-806-1299. That's 800-806-1299 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Levin. Again, 800-806-1299 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com. Dot com slash L-E-V-I-N. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to ask you a question. Did you know withdrawing your cash from the bank can be very risky? That's right. Banks are now required to spy on us for the government. And they report any behavior they think is suspicious. It's true. And I was shocked when I read this secret war on cash from Swiss America. The new war against cash is really a war against the Constitution. 
against all freedom-loving Americans. So you need to read The War on Cash. Get your free copy by calling 800-630-1492, 800-630-1492, or visit SwissAmerica.com. Now, this War on Cash is growing daily and also includes all forms of digital money. Please get and read The Secret War on Cash free to my listeners by calling now, 800-630-1492, 800-630-1492, or visit SwissAmerica.com. The Mark Levin Show, where the Reagan Coalition meets every day. Call now, 877-381-3811. Welcome back. Ben Ferguson filling in for the great one, Mark Levin, tonight. And we've got a lot to chat about this evening, including some news that I think is really important if you are a gun owner. New Jersey Democratic Governor Phil Murphy is now pushing quietly, which means wake up, for a database for ammunition purchases. New Jersey Governor Murphy is now pushing gun control in a new way. A law that would require federal firearm license holders, FFLs, I am one of those, I own a gun store and a gun range, to create a database on all ammunition sales. So in other words, you come to my store, you buy a box of 9mm ammo to shoot down range of reloads, and I'm going to report that you bought that box of ammunition to the federal government. You buy too much, apparently somebody from the federal government knocks on your door. Excuse me, Mr. Ferguson, why were you at Top Gun Memphis buying 2,000 rounds of 5.56 or 40 cal or 2.23 or 9 millimeter or 3.80? Can you imagine? You want to talk about having a headache of a day? That's a way to have a headache. NewJersey.com is reporting that Murphy is also pushing for Raising the minimum age to purchase a shotgun from 18 to 21 years old and to change, quote, how firearm owners in the state are required to store their guns. So if you think you can just throw one under your bed or put it next to your bed or put it in your closet or put it on a bookshelf, ha ha ha, no sir. CBS News also reporting that Murphy is also pushing for a ban on 50 caliber firearms. While addressing 50 caliber firearms, Murphy said they can take down helicopters. Ukraine, Ukrainians need them. We don't need them in New Jersey. Who can seriously argue that those weapons of war belong on our streets? Murphy pushes gun controls from behind the pulpit of a church in Patterson, New Jersey. New Jersey, by the way, already has, quote, universal background checks for handgun purchases at point of sale and or for permit to purchase. A red flag law, gun storage requirements, an assault weapons ban, a high-capacity magazine ban, ghost gun regulations, and regulations on the open carry of firearms, among other controls. But Murphy wants more. Why? Because he doesn't want you to be able to protect and defend yourself. No, no, no. New Jersey wants to take away your right to bear arms. That's what they're trying to do. So they want to put you in jail if you don't store your gun the right way, and they want to know exactly how many rounds of ammunition you buy. 
And they want to register that with the federal government, or at least with New Jersey. And I'm sure they'd be more than happy to give that information over to the federal government. Just thought I'd let you know what's happening in America, because I promise you the media is not going to cover this. Want to get back to your phone calls, 1-877-381-3811. Let me go to Scott. Welcome. You are on the Mark Levin Show. Ben Ferguson filling in tonight. I want to get back to you're one of the guys that uh, apparently was on the only plane that people cheered when the mask announcement happened. That's what the White House press secretary has said, Jen Psaki. She wants everybody to believe that there was only one plane in America where people got excited about the mask mandate being rescinded. Your reaction to being apparently one of only a couple hundred on that plane that got to experience that excitement. Well, I think that it was a little bit different than what she's saying. All I know is that on our plane in Detroit, when we were waiting to take off, the captain announced that we now had a choice if we were going to wear a mask or not because the the mandate had been lifted. And I tell you what, the cheers and the clapping were immediate and overwhelming, and the masks couldn't get off soon enough. How? What percentage of the people on your flight uh, would you guess did not wear their masks after the announcement was made? At least ninety-five percent did not wear the mask. In fact, the flight attendants came up and down the aisle with uh, garbage sacks and filled them with masks. I think wow. they had a whole plane load of hell knows. <laughs> what was here, yeah exactly what was the uh what were the, what about the flight attendants did they wear their masks afterwards or did they take them off too flight attendants captain and crew everybody took their masks off there was not one mask well we had probably about four out of the whole sold out flight that had masks on and there was no protest or booze or anything like that it was it was overwhelmingly uh happy and what was it like? And what was it like when you landed and you're walking through the airport? Did you, when you got off that plane, was everybody else walking around trying to kill one another without masks on? Because that's what the White House was, wants to imply is that everybody's going to die. No, everybody was smiling. It was great to see people's faces. Rarely did we see a mask on there, and there wasn't. And this was in, after after we got into Salt Lake from Detroit and it was busy, but there were no masks. That long walk from terminal B all the way through the Salt Lake airport is really annoying with a mask on. I did it like three weeks ago. It's extremely annoying. I'm glad that you guys had your mask off. I I, I think I, I really do believe that this administration is completely underestimated how angry Americans are about to get. If they're told they have to put the mask back on, while flying, not based on science, but based on government overreach. I, I, I mean, this, this is president's approval rating because this is all being done specifically by the Biden administration. And I believe that the American people with this guy with an all-time low approval rating right now, of any president at this point in, their, in, in, in approval rating history and their presidency as low as he is in the 30s right now, if it comes back... And somehow they say, all right, you got to put your mask back on while you're flying. I, I don't think they realize how low his approval rating can go. 
Now, these Democrats, you would think, would understand with a midterm coming up, this is not the time to play politics with. It's like, just walk away from something that's as unpopular. Yet, it tells you how psychotic they are. It's about power. It's about control. It's about making sure that you cannot think for yourself, and it's about making sure that they can dictate every aspect of your life. Scott, I appreciate the phone call. Thank you, sir. Good to talk to you. one 381 3811 Let me go to Barbara in Baltimore. Welcome. You are on the Mark Levin Show. Ben Ferguson filling in. Hello. I have to say thank you so much for taking my call. This Absolutely. is the first time that I've heard you on this show, and, of course, talking on the on uh, Mark Levin Show, he's my idol. Uh, thank you so much for being there. Everything that you're saying is like ditto, double ditto from me. I'm here in Baltimore. I'm in the belly of the beast with the rhinos uh, that have supported so much of the stuff that we're fighting. And I thank you so much because you're on point with everything that you're saying. These people are using masks as control. What I have noticed with um, I have a four-year-old grandson a nine-year-old grandson, the four-year-old and the five-year-old granddaughter, they're being adversely affected by not seeing how to form words. Children need to see how to enunciate in order to speak proper English. Sure. It's called phonetic. Well, if you talk to teachers right now, they said that's one of the biggest problems they're seeing with kids. Yeah, because here's what he's, he's like, I said, what are you saying? What are you saying? Form your words. The damage that's being done to these children because of masks is something that we're going to bear the burden of for years to come if it is not stopped. And I haven't been on an airplane, but I can't even imagine going on an airplane with a mask on. You look at this, I go back to that MSNBC, um, or excuse me, NBC doctor, right? Their, 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 their person, Dr. Kavita Patel, NBC News medical contributor and former Obama White House policy director, telling people to lie and claim that their children have cancer when they get on planes and pass out masks around you. And she said, I know it sounds crazy, but you guys really should do this, and this is how you can protect yourself. There is no, They will not stop, okay? And they will never listen to us. If there's anything of this social experiment you should understand is that the people that are in power, the Fauci's, right, the CDC, those that are elected by no one, they understand how amazing life is to dictate to other people. They are tyrants and they are dictators, and they understand it, and they become power drunk on it, and they love it, and they are not going to just randomly give it up. They're not going to stop this, and that's why they're now getting to the point where they're saying out loud, they're not saying it in private. They're, they're going on national TV, and they're telling the other crazy woke people to lie and say your kid's got cancer so other people wear masks around you. And that when possible, carry some extra masks. I know this sounds crazy, but if you tell someone next to you on a plane, pay a 95 and just say, or surgical mask, and just say, I've got an elderly mother at home. I've got a child with cancer at home. Will you please do me a favor? Having the people at least closest to you in that row, protecting yourself and them, can be the best safety. So carry some extra masks with you. Carry some rapid tests with you if you're traveling. Yeah, just just lie. 
Tell them you got a kid with cancer at home. Make up a fictitious kid. Just just go for it. Do that. Thank you, sir. Good to talk to you. Let me go to Nick in Philly. Welcome. You are on the Marco Vin Show. Nick, you guys have got your face mask back on up there, right? Oh, it's, it's, listen, it's absolutely awful. I'm a truck driver, so I have like 13 or 14 stops I have to go through a day. And every time I go, I, I deliver mainly to bars and restaurants and uh, strip clubs and stuff like that. Every time I go and every time I stop now, I have to put a mask on just to, for, I guess it's a two week. I guess we don't know enough about COVID over the last two years. We have to still learn more now. Um, so, what was yeah, the, what they, was the reaction? By the way, I mean, in Philadelphia on Monday, the same day that they got rid of the mask mandates on airplanes, it reinstated the mask mandate for all of Philadelphia, and, and there was a lot of people that were like, "These people are crazy up there in Philadelphia." Uh, are, are people? Do they? Is this like a now like a blankie as a child? Right? Where you think it has magical powers? Or are they angry about this when you're going around? Well, I mean, there's, to be honest, the loudest voices in the room are only like the, the top 10% of America. So the only people you actually hear from are, are the top 10, you know. The, no, but these- when you walk into the places and you've got to put your mask on, uh, are, are people saying to you like, dude, this is stupid? Or are they acting like this is the, this is the absolute right thing that should happen? No, absolutely. A lot of times I'll walk into a bar or restaurant and they'll say, hey, excuse me, look, hey, can you put a mask on? I don't want my, my liquor license revoked. Can you can you put on a mask? I don't want any trouble with the So it's the look- fear. Okay, so it, it is, it's a fear issue now. You'll lose your license. They'll shut down your business. The government will come in and destroy your livelihood if you don't comply in Philadelphia. And that's the only reason why people are going along with it again. They've They've literally told them that they passed out notices to a lot of the bars and restaurants, um, and said, "Hey, look, if if we if we catch you, it's almost like they got like their own little Gestapo running around. They have like these anonymous people that'll they're like mask checkers, and they're scared that that somebody will be sitting in the bar drinking a water or a Coca Cola and be mask checking. And they've told me that specifically. They said, "Look, we don't know who's uh, from the health department. We don't know who's from the city council or whatever. They're like, just please." And, you know, I abide by it just because it's my job and I have to. Um, and I'm only in there for a couple of minutes. But, you know, these poor people. And, and nobody in the city, literally, because it's a predominantly low income, it's a pr- predominantly uh, minority city where I live in South Philadelphia. And none of, none, none of these people want this. None of them want it. None of them. The, 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 the white liberal elites that sit on the city council want it. Jim Kenney, the mayor of Philadelphia, he wants it. But no, none of the citizens do. It, 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 they they are power drunk, and I don't think you're ever going to get them to realize that their job is to represent the people ever again. These are the people you're just going to have to vote out of office. You're going to have to get rid of them. You're not going to be able to compromise with them. You're going to have to get rid of them. Ben Ferguson filling in for the great one. Marco Vin will be right back. Mark Lovin. Hello everyone, it's Mark Levin here. Today I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out by not only supporting seniors, but also by pushing for traditional American values that affect all of us. 
By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens. You're part of a movement defending our freedoms and securing our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, entertainment, and special insurance rates. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience in our quest for conservative principles. Sign up now at amac.us slash mark, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash mark. And for a limited time, get a free gift membership for someone who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference, folks, with AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash mark, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash mark, and extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. All right, so uh, my gut is that there's a very good chance that the president of the United States of America's son, Hunter Biden, is going to get indicted pretty soon based on leaks that are coming out. But there's something else that happened tonight, and no one's going to talk about this. Uh, That's why I'm going to put it on your um, radar screen. The Secret Service is now claiming that it has, quote, no records of who visits Biden in Delaware. That's right. The United States Secret Service has come out and been like, oh, we, we don't know. We have no records of the visitors that President Biden's two Delaware residents and therefore cannot divulge that information response to a Freedom of Information Act request. Now, this is absurd because to meet with, meet with the president, having worked around the Bush administration, you, 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 I couldn't get anybody into any event at the White House or anything around the president anywhere off campus, any other state we would go to in America or during the campaign without getting a person's full name driver's license number, date of birth, and social security number. You can't go in and out of a building where the president is without having security clearance. Background check. Now, Biden was at his residence in Wilmington and at the beach on about one quarter of all days during his first year in office. We don't know about who stopped by for official meetings or less formal lobbying efforts or Maybe working deals with his son, right? Like family members, his family, their associates, their lawyers. So the New York Post sought more than one year of visitor log records, including for Biden's first year in office. Secret Service and the Freedom of Information Act officer wrote in a response that the Secret Service and the FOIA request office researched all program offices that were likely to contain potential responsive records and no records were located. You know, Mark's been warning you about the deep state. I've been warning you about the deep state. I did a 10-part series into the corruption of Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. You know, one one thing I've learned about, and, 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 and by the way, there is an amazing email that has been found, a letter found on Hunter Biden's laptop which is Hunter Biden scolding his father for the way that he's treated his family. I'm going to have that in my podcast tomorrow. Uh, I, and I should have brought it up earlier. I apologize. But if, you, if you're a podcast listener, grab the Ben Ferguson podcast. You can listen to it tomorrow. But when the, when the Secret Service comes out and says they have no records of who's been visiting the President of the United States of America, sorry, folks, they're lying to you. And there's a reason why. See you back here again real soon. 